October 12, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 4 through 28. But you aren't in the dark about these things, dear brothers and sisters, and you won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief. For you are all children of the light and of the day. We don't belong to darkness and night. So be on your guard, not asleep like the others. Stay alert and be sober. Night is the time for sleep, and the time when people get drunk. But let us who live in the light think clearly, protected by the body armor of faith and love, and wearing as our helmet the confidence of our salvation. For God decided to save us through our Lord Jesus Christ, not to pour out His anger on us. He died for us, so that we can live with Him forever, whether we are dead or alive at the time of His return. So encourage each other, and build each other up, just as you are already doing. Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you, and warn you against all that is wrong. Think highly of them, and give them your wholehearted love because of their work. And remember to live peaceably with each other. Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy. Encourage those who are timid. Take tender care of those who are weak. Be patient with everyone. See that no one pays back evil for evil but always try to do good to each other and to everyone else. Always be joyful. Keep on praying. No matter what happens, always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Do not stifle the Holy Spirit. Do not scoff at prophecies, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. Keep away from every kind of evil. Now, may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until that day when our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. God, who calls you, is faithful. He will do this. Dear brothers and sisters, pray for us. Greet all the brothers and sisters in Christian love. I command you in the name of the Lord, to read this letter to all the brothers and sisters. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with all of you. Psalm 82, verses 1 through 8. It's about the throne in heaven. The Lord stands as judge and indicts the human judges for their failure to defend the poor and needy and condemn the wicked. Their partiality made a farce out of the legal system God ordained for Israel. I wonder what does he think of our judicial system here in America today? We'll read about the foundations on earth, the foundations for peace and order in society, our righteousness and justice. Whether in the home, church, or government, abandoning righteousness and justice makes the very foundations tremble and brings darkness where there should be light. And we'll read about the graves under the earth. The human judges are called gods, little g, because the Hebrew word Elohim means mighty ones. It's also one of the names for God, capital G. Leadership is a serious thing. The leaders stand in the place of God and will one day answer to Him.
The selfish judges may have their days of pleasure, but one day they will die. And then what? The judges will be judged righteously by the judge of all the earth, and there will be no escape. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Kara. I am a few days away from phase four. Praise God. I am 32 years old. I have three beautiful children, and I came from Indiana. So just a little uh, background real quick um, before I tell you about what the Lord's done since I've got to the refuge. Uh, I don't come from a church family. I don't come from much of a whole, much of anything really. Um, my parents were alcoholics. Um, my aunt and uncle took us in when me and my sister were really young. Um, I got put into foster care when I was 15. Um, there's, there was a lot of, um, childhood trauma that could play a part into, you know, why, you know, I acted out as a child and got, um, got diagnosed with depression. They started me on medication when I was 15. Um, and then when I was 18, I had my first son and postpartum depression kicked in, uh, not long after that um, and that's where things really started to go down for me um, I've been in and out of hospitals um, and had a lot of medication changes um, I've been put on mood stabilizers antipsychotics um, I got diagnosed with uh, bipolar depression there was a lot of mania there was a lot of um, blues a lot of dark um, a lot of isolation um, Man, I just could not find my happy place. I was a very outgoing person, um, but I just remember, like, over the course of all this medication, I just lost myself. I didn't know who I was anymore. I would um, wake up. I don't know if I would be happy, sad, uh, angry. I mean, I would just have, I would go through so many mood swings in a day that I literally just didn't even know who I was. Um, the doctors did tell me that I would not be able to function if I didn't take my medicine properly. And even when I did take it, I, I honestly, I felt like a zombie half the time. Um, I just, just didn't want to do it anymore. I was just tired. I was just really tired. Um, I had two or three suicide attempts and I, I almost lost my life. Um, I, I was angry. I was angry when when I woke up, um, but constantly, man, I con I constantly had those thoughts. And um, I came to the refuge, and I've I've been off of medicine for nine months now, and I can't tell you how good I feel. It is so amazing. Like I'm learning how to relationship, which is something that I did not do well. Um, I. I sucked at it. Um, I'm learning what family really is and how to be a leader. I'm learning how um, to be able to be that mother that I am like so longing to be and that I know that I can be. And this is what the refuge is teaching me. It's teaching me um, confidence and like my self-esteem is nothing compared to what it was when I came in these doors. Um, I thought when I got here that I was running away 
from just like a toxic relationship when really I, I didn't realize that I was actually running into an intimate relationship with Jesus. And that's what I, that's what happened when I came here is I met Jesus. Romans 12.2 came across the radio when I was headed to the refuge in January and it was uh, be transformed by the renewal of your mind um, and don't be conformed to the things of this world and there has been nothing truer in my life than that like I'm literally being transformed from the inside out by my thoughts 2 Timothy 1.7 says, I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, and self-control. I have control over my thoughts. I'm no longer identifying myself as the things of the past. I am no longer a slave to fear, because I am a child of God. He has delivered me and brought me out of the darkness, and... I'm just ready to do his work and I'm excited to see where I'm going and where he's taking me. Um, so I hope this helps some of you. Um, that's my goal. Um, I want to be able to touch even if it's just one person. Um, you got this. Um, it's not an easy journey, but it's worth it. So hang in there, guys. Have a blessed day.